to reveal military ballots were major targets of Democrat voter fraud in November. Reports on Thursday note thousands of military ballots were potentially tampered with at polling stations during the general election. This after several witnesses came forward during a hearing in Georgia Wednesday with both photo and video evidence of rampant fraud. Republican poll watchers also claim they got locked out of the counting stations when it came to look time to look over military ballots, which typically lean red. I estimated that somewhere between 80 and 90 percent were going to Joe Biden. Throughout the day, it kept making me sicker and sicker every time I saw another Biden, Biden, Biden. And then I'm going through batches. 100 percent of the batches were Biden. I find that statistically impossible. Despite mountains of evidence of wrongdoing, Georgia state officials still refuse to take action. Meantime, military members have long supported President Trump and his America First policies, with more than 60% of the military vote going to President Trump in 2016. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Obviously, Georgia has a lot of problems, and the governor, Mr. Kemp, is refusing to address them. Why? Nobody knows. The president's called him out. Giuliani's called him out. His own people have called him out. Everybody continues to call him out, telling him to do a signature audit in Fulton County to make sure everything's on the level, and he just continually refuses to acknowledge it or do the audit. So Georgia ended up having a hearing, and during the hearing, you had people giving their accounts of what they experienced and saw, and it appears that the ballots that were tampered with the most at the moment was the military ballots. Kind of makes sense. A lot of them are not in town or overseas or wherever they are. So those would be pretty easy to manipulate. So they kind of make sense. Also, the Gateway Pundit on December 30th uh, put out an article that Arizona Patriots identified between 160 to 400,000 phantom ballots in their state 2020 election results. I have a little clip from that. I'd like you to hear that as well. Here it goes. Many, many, many voters registered at Church's Chickens. After Bobby and I spoke at the public event on November 30th, I had volunteers from across the state sign up to help us find what Bobby Titan defines as a phantom sleeper voter. Again, these are names of voters who are not eligible to vote for a host of reasons. His approximate range of illegal ballots cast by the phantom sleeper voter, are you ready? Between 160,000 ballots and 400,000 ballots. We should be outraged. Now, it is time for you to hear from we the people who are helping us get down to the bottom of it. If true, Arizona, you guys need to tighten up, man. I mean, you can go down, nothing against Church's Chickens. Well, you can go down to Church's Chickens and with your number five meal, you can get uh, a voter registration with it and get registered to vote. Why are you having your fried chicken? (laughs) It makes sense, I guess. You know, why not? Hey, have a little fried chicken, sign up to vote. It's really comical that if these things are true, and I can't say for a fact they're true, they are doing some investigative work on their own. Uh, It's a group of people, a group of patriots that are trying to get to the bottom of it. But if true, 
I mean, my God, the levels that they will go to to cheat cannot be rivaled. I mean, we're signing people up at church as chickens. It's just dumb. However, January 6th should be an interesting day. You're going to have quite a few objections going on, not to mention Trump's Stop the Steal march. It should be a real interesting day on the 6th, especially since it's following the Senate race on the 5th. The Senate race on the 5th is going to be another big day, uh, and we'll see how that shakes out. And I know there's a lot of differences of opinion on what's going to happen. You know, you just never know till it happens. Uh, once again, I would suggest to go down swinging rather than to just opt out. Go out, cast your vote. Let's try to hold on to the Senate. I think that we should be able to gridlock a lot of stuff in the Senate, especially if Joe Biden is actually um, president as of the 21st of this month. So get out there and make sure you're doing your part in voting because the alternative is you're just handing the country over to socialists. Speaking of socialists, has anybody seen the article that uh, Bill Gates is working with Harvard on a study for uh, geoengineering to prevent global warming? Uh, I guess during this study, they're exploring the idea of spraying tiny particles into the air to reflect sunlight that makes the earth cooler. Harvard scientists are actually planning on flying a balloon full of equipment 12 miles above Sweden next year to gather data. And I guess the idea is you spray this dust particle in the sky. I don't know how much you're spraying up there. (laughs) I mean, it's the entire globe, but okay. You're going to spray this uh, particle up in the air there that's going to reflect the sunlight. It's going to bounce it back at it. So it would actually cool the temperature, you know, of the earth to prevent global warming. I don't know about you, but when I read the article, and if you haven't read it, you should definitely read it. I started getting a matrix type feeling where... If you've ever watched a series, if you're into those type of movies, I have. I I actually enjoyed a couple of them. I can't say they're all great, but that's besides the point. Anyways, the the Matrix, there's a part in there where they're explaining in part one why everything is the way it is. And they said humans were the ones that torched the sky. Yeah. So I started getting kind of a Matrix vibe. I think anything that you would do that is unnatural like that, putting those particles up in the air and dimming out the sun, I just, I don't see that ending well. I don't know about anybody else. But this piggybacks off of another article that I read off of The Blaze that they have made robots that are dancing. And they have the, uh, if you go to theblaze.com, you can check the article out. Their uh, robots are dancing they got different music playing and they're dancing and they even got robots singing and it's creepy because now I'm going okay well we're dimming the sky matrix and now we got robots like iRobot and I'm going there's a whole lot of movies here starting to come into play I think these people have been watching too much television but if what they're doing is going to come to fruition between AI and the robots and dimming the sun I mean Literally, we're looking at going towards a Matrix-style existence. <laughs> I don't know if we end up as batteries in the end, but I don't think it's going to end well. Personally, I'm uncomfortable with the whole AI thing. I don't think that you make robots that have artificial intelligence that could link into the internet and absorb every piece of information in history. They become the dominant life form. I just don't see that ending well. I don't know how scientists... Don't see that, but as far as I'm concerned, I just see that as a really poor idea, 
but nothing you can say can change these people's minds. Uh, Not to mention Bill Gates in that first article. Okay, Bill Gates is as much of a scientist as Jill Biden is an actual doctor. Okay, she ain't no doctor and he ain't no scientist. So no matter what they want to call themselves or they want to pretend or play or act or dress up as, at the end of the day, Jill Biden is the wife of a imbecile and Bill Gates is just a rich salesman. That's it. Cut and dry, nice and plain. He didn't invent anything great. He ended up selling a product that somebody else invented, but it was not him. So he is no different than anybody else walking around. He just happens to be a great salesman. Let's, I'll give him that much, at least in the beginning. Nowadays, he's just insane. And you know what else is going to drive him insane and the rest of the liberals? is that Gallup came out with a poll that said Trump is the most admired man in America. He came in first place, followed by Obama, who you know that had to hurt his pride because Obama thinks more of Obama than anybody else. And then Joe Biden came in a distant third place. But you expect me to believe that he got 80 million votes? Trump's the most admired man and he didn't get as many votes? You know what? You people got to work a little bit on your uh, on your lying skills because you guys are just, you suck. I'm sure Nancy Pelosi is also not too happy because she hates Trump. And uh, another thing that's probably not making her too uh, happy is the recall Gavin Newsom petition that they've had going around. It's getting pretty close. They've put a lot of money into it. And Gavin Newsom looks nervous because he even went and lawyered up. I hope that works out for him. I hope just like in other things in the world, once one piece falls, the rest go with it. I hope that other states like New York, like Michigan, Pennsylvania, you see that they're removing these people. You go and do the same and get them removed out of there and get these tyrants out of office. They have no place holding any political office in the United States. They're tyrants and they shouldn't be in any positions of power whatsoever. So much has been going on since my last podcast, it's hard to keep up with every single article. I don't know if anybody got to hear Trump's speech. I didn't even see it personally. I didn't even see it announced anywhere. I think the right side, after I looked into it, was the only one that actually carried the speech. I don't know if any other network did. I didn't see it. I don't watch Fox News anymore because of uh, what they did to the president, and I don't agree with them. Um, so right side is, was the only one that I noticed ran it, but if you didn't catch the speech, he did give a speech that's driving the liberals crazy because he's highlighting everything that he's accomplished. And these are his most recent accomplishments. These aren't what he's accomplished throughout his entire four year term. Um, I'd like to play the speech for you. So here it goes. In the face of great challenges this year, Americans showed incredible grit, strength, tenacity, and resolve And together we achieved truly historic victories like nobody ever thought possible. To defeat the China virus, we launched the largest mobilization since World War II. We transformed our factories to build tens of thousands of ventilators and millions and millions of masks virtually overnight. Nobody thought it could be done. We ignored the experts who demanded open borders, and we shut down travel from China and Europe to protect our citizens, and we built the wall. We pioneered groundbreaking new therapies and treatments, and we saved millions of American lives. Over and over again, we were told it would be impossible to deliver a vaccine by the end of the year 
All of the experts said absolutely unthinkable. Trump is exaggerating. It can't happen. And we did it long before the end of the year. They said it would take a medical miracle. And that's exactly what it is. Years from now, they'll be talking about it. They'll be talking about this great, great thing that we did with the vaccines. A truly unprecedented, amazing medical miracle. Normally, developing a vaccine takes up to 10 years. Thanks to Operation Warp Speed, we developed a vaccine in just nine months. We've already begun a nationwide vaccination program, and we're sending the vaccine all over the world. The world will benefit, will benefit, and everybody's calling to thank me. Our most vulnerable citizens are already receiving the vaccine, and millions of doses are quickly being shipped all across our country. By early next year, the vaccine will be available to every American, and shortly thereafter, it will be delivered worldwide. We will end the pandemic once and for all. This is one of the most extraordinary scientific, industrial, and medical feats in history. Everybody has it as that. That's what they're marketed down as. And we can never let people forget where it came from and how it came. We're very proud to be honored, and all of the people that work so hard on it, we have to be remembered for what's been done. I want to thank all of the workers, scientists, doctors, and members of the military who helped make Operation Warp Speed possible. Before the pandemic, we built the greatest economy in the history of the world. Now we are doing it again. We've actually built, if you think about it, two great economies before and after. We passed $3 trillion in relief, the largest financial aid package in history. Through the Paycheck Protection Program, we saved or supported more than 51 million American jobs. And we're doing numbers now like nobody's ever seen before, including having the highest stock market in the history of the world. I froze student loan payments, stopped evictions, suspended payroll taxes, we have slashed the unemployment rate from 14.7% all the way down to 6.7%. And a lot of people thought that the 14.7 could be 32 or 40 or 45%. And now we're down to 6.7 and heading a lot lower. We made it dramatically better than experts predicted just a few months ago. Our economy is growing at the most rapid rate ever recorded. 33.4% last quarter, and much faster than the nations of Europe. Nobody can compete with us in terms of going down less and going up by far the fastest and the best. Whenever America is challenged, we always rise to the occasion. We are bringing critical medical manufacturing back home to America. We have secured our borders and paused immigration to protect American workers. We lowered drug prices for the first time in 51 years. And after years of endless foreign wars, we are signing historic peace deals in the Middle East. It's all ending in the Middle East. We have to hope it keeps going. It's so easy if you know what you're doing. In this season of joy, Americans have so much to be grateful for. We're all blessed to live in the greatest country ever to exist on the face of the earth, and we have made it greater than ever before. As long as we remain loyal to our nation, devoted to our citizens, and faithful to Almighty God, we know that the best is yet to come. God bless you, and God bless America. And that's just a small part of what he's been able to accomplish 
with everybody resisting him over the past four years. And I think those are a little more recent than his entire time in office. There was a breakthrough. Scientists in Israel made a discovery that could end up being groundbreaking treatment for COVID-19. They claim that it takes just 30 seconds of radiation to kill 99% of the virus. Not only do they claim that it's effective, but it is also cheap. The study's been posted in the peer-reviewed journal of photochemistry and photobiology. In this study, they use UV light-emitting bodies to treat the virus. The study is the first of its kind, and if the results can be duplicated, it be a game-changer in treatments and cure for the pandemic. Supposedly, the treatment only takes about 30 seconds, in which case... I mean, 30 seconds is nothing. That would be a game changer for real. Anybody that has the virus, you go in, they zap you real quick, and you're done. So you wouldn't have to take a vaccine. You get sick, you get treated like anything else, and you call it a day. Uh, Hopefully, that one will work itself out, and that'll actually come true. Would give us something to look forward to. Also, Dr. Fauci came out, and he said everything's on the table under the Biden administration. Mandatory vaccines, um, you're going to have to have, you know, some type of a stamp on your passport, barcode, paperwork, who knows, just like you would at school to travel. They're talking about making it mandatory for schools. Uh, It looks like they're going to try to force this vaccine on you, whether you want it or not, which is actually kind of comical considering I know there was from the LA Times, there was a uh, story that came out that. 20 to 40% of the frontline workers turned the vaccines down. They were not interested in taking them. They figure, hey, I'll just get sick. They're, they're not real trusting of the vaccine. And another county in uh, California, about 50% of people in that county said they're not interested. They're not taking them either. So they were logistically figuring out where they were going to send these vaccines to to vaccinate whoever wants to get vaccinated. One thing I can assure you of, If you do something and you ask and make it someone's choice, you're going to get a much better result than if you try to force it. Because me personally, I'm not interested in taking the vaccine. I'm not going to pump myself with something that I have no idea what it is. It hasn't been out that long. And it's not that I don't trust Trump and I don't trust the scientists. We've taken decades to find vaccines for all kinds of things. I'm not really concerned with getting sick and I'm not willing to take something that was developed so fast. I'd like to sit back, see what happens first, see who turns into what, see if people start growing a third eyeball or, you know, a third arm out of somewhere. And, uh, then maybe I'll consider it at this moment. I'd rather just get sick and let it run its course. But of course, Fauci, just like everybody else on the left, typical power seekers, you know, isn't it funny how you talk to the people on the left And when it comes to abortion, they'll tell, you know, the women will tell you that it's our body and we can do what we want with it. It's our choice. And then you could try to use the same argument and say, well, I could say the same thing about vaccines and I could say the same thing about masks, that it's my body and why should I put something on me that I don't want or put something in me that I don't want. And they will turn around and tell you the difference is, is that you're killing other people. And that's when you start looking at them a little bit sideways and go, well, you're killing somebody else too, okay? You're actually killing somebody from being irresponsible. 
I just think the pandemic is a big lie and they're trying to control me. So I have no interest in their vaccine nor their masks. But you, on the other hand, went out and got yourself pregnant and then you just don't want the responsibility of it. So you end up terminating a life. Okay. Mine, I run the risk of possibly getting people sick. However, my last podcast, I did say a study that came out of the University of Florida shows that if you are either asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic, their chances that you spread the virus to somebody else is 0.7. It's not even 1%. You have a 99.3% chance that you are not spreading anything to anyone. Whereas if you go out, I would say it's a 50-50 shot if you're going to be promiscuous that you get pregnant and it is a 100% guarantee that you are terminating a life. I just run the risk of potentially getting somebody sick who doesn't mean they're going to die because the percentage rate on that is 99.97% chance of survival under the age of 70. And it's around 95 if you're over 70. So I like my odds a little bit better. So at least for me, Fauci and everybody else can stick it because I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm more than happy not to travel outside of the country. I have no interest in flying on planes right now, not to mention, even though my show is Little Joe, I'm I'm quite a large person. So I don't really fit on airplane seats anyways. I generally, when I travel, always drive. So I'm good with just driving places and doing what I want to do. I don't care about sports anymore since they decided to jump on the uh, whole social justice nonsense. So I'm not interested in going to any stadiums. So me, I really don't care. After it's been proven year after year that it's actually safe to take, maybe I'll take it then. But as of right now, Fauci and everybody else, no thanks. There's a big week coming up next week. My next podcast is going to be on Tuesday the 5th, the Senate runoff. Hopefully we're victorious and we can at least hold the Senate on that day, followed by Wednesday will be a big day to see what happens at the march and what's going to happen with the electoral vote. I'm sure there's going to be a lot going on. I'm sure next week is going to be very busy. As far as the news is concerned, I will try to give you as much as I can, as quickly as I can on my uh, upcoming podcast. Hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, tell some people about me. If you'd like to reach out to me, Gmail, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. I am on Twitter for now until they cancel us out at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. And you can also follow me at Parlor at Joe Little. God bless. Have a good night.